Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the weekend. This is Larry Richard, Marty Griffin. Feeling good, feeling better all the time, and things go well today. He'll be back with me Monday. Looking forward to that. Thank you for all your well wishes for Marty over the last Two and a half weeks. Meanwhile, Rich Fitzgerald is in studio, former Allegheny County executive, and one of your passion projects in your 12 years in office was trying to find ways to improve our airport. Well, to connect Pittsburgh, and by Pittsburgh, I certainly mean the entire region, to the world, to the rest of the nation and the the rest of the world. And it was so important for our economic well-being, for the business community and and the traveling public to be able to get places and get there efficiently. Um, and when we lost the hub now 20 years ago, it's hard to believe it's been 20 years, um, we lost a lot of connections. And, and we've been working at that, Christina Casotas and Paul Hoback, who we're going to hear from in the team, um, to do that. And one of the things that they made a determination we needed to do was modernize the Pittsburgh International Airport. And they've been doing that around things like freight and cargo, how we power the operation, uh, manufacturing uh, that goes on at the airport now. And we're on additive manufacturing. And now we're undertaking this $1.5 billion modernization improvement of Pittsburgh International Airport. And we've got Paul to tell us a little bit about it. Paul, welcome. Good morning. Hey, Larry and Rich. Uh, you know, thank you so much for having me on the show this morning. I really appreciate it. Love to get out and tell this story. Paul Hobeck is the Executive Vice President Chief Development Officer, or as Rich said, the construction guy that's got, you got the hat on, you get the hard hat. So give us an update on the construction. When did it start at this point? Because it seems like a blur. Yeah, we actually broke ground back in uh, October of 2021. Uh, So we've been at it for about two and a half years, and we've made a lot of great progress. Uh, We're moving actually into our peak construction season. So we're about 60% complete with construction. The the building envelope is what we were certainly uh, working on right now. It's the, it's the roof. It's the the window systems. It's the the metal panels on the outside. Just really trying to get the building watertight so that we can move on into and focus on the interior construction inside the building. So you know that's where we're at right now. We're really getting focused on the interiors. They're doing some baggage system working uh, work that's going on. We we have ceiling installation getting started, lighting, flooring. You name it. We're working like crazy. Inside the building, there's about eight to nine hundred uh, workers out there from across the Pittsburgh region that are doing great things and, and really creating, uh, you know, very high quality work out there. 
you know, Rich and I talked about this. Uh, probably the number one question you get, Paul, is, hey, when's that airport going to be done? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what? It's going to be done in 2025. You know uh, that that's the that's when we always said it was going to be done. We're making great progress. Like I said, we're 60 percent complete. And you know what? We're going to control our own destiny. There's there's actually two dates that that we really focus on when we're talking about that airport being done. First of all, you got to have the the date that you finish. Com- you know, completion of the construction work that's out there. But then you have to switch and, and, and transition into, you know, a phase where you start to test the building, you start to commission everything, you start training and, and doing all of those kind of things. And so it actually, you know, uh, continues, the work continues on well after, you know, the, the date of, of construction completion. And then ultimately you got to set the date where you actually open and switch over. And we're going we're gonna to actually have a switch over overnight, so one day you're going to be using the current airport, and the next day you're going to be using, you know, our new airport. And one of the challenges, Larry, that I think people don't really realize is, first of all, you can't shut down the airport while you build the new airport within it. So you're basically operating. People are still flying. People are still traveling while the new construction is is going underway. So how to accommodate that makes it, again, very challenging in, in how they do that. Paul, you know, for the Pittsburgher who's listening and not understanding, you know, that what's going to happen. What do you think are some of the big changes people will notice once the new airport is up and running? The changes that'll be different from what we've known for the last 30 years. Yeah, that's a great, great, great question, Rich. And I'm going to say there, there's so many things, you know, it's really what, what I think it's going to be. It's the sum of all parts. If you think about, you know, travel today, the end point or the destination is usually what you're thinking about. And most people, frankly, dread the airport. You know, the stress, the waiting, waiting in lines, the inefficiency, crowded concessions. The airport is a necessity. It is a necessary part of the journey. So, you know, when, when, with our new airport, our vision is a future where people, you know, both the traveling public and, and the community, the entire region of Pittsburgh, would consider our airport a destination. And, and to move from a necessity to a destination, you need an incredible experience. And that's what people are going to notice the most about. You know, I promise you we're going to deliver that airport that, the, that our region deserves. And the sum of some of those parts are it, it's going to be much more fi- efficient. It, we're going to have improved services. The architecture of the building, uh, and Rich, you've been out there inside. The, it, it's exciting. You know, the high wood ceilings. There's going to be thousands of constellation lights that look like stars. There's the copper-colored tree columns with large branches that, that reach towards the sky. There's tons of natural light that's going to be in there. Beautiful terrazzo floors. Art is going to be infused throughout. You know, we, we, have, we talk often about the outdoor terraces, and that are going to be accessible post-security. We have new concessions. And I can tell you, there's going to be aviation vis- visible throughout. You know, one of the first things that my mother said to me when I started at the airport 24 years ago, when are you going to bring back the observation deck? The entire <laughs> third story of this new airport is one big observation deck that you can see, you know, planes taken off. So, and, and you know, we're going to have that Fort Pitt tunnel experience we've talked about a lot. And I can tell you what, Franco Harris statue is going to also be in there. <laughs> I was just going to say, you better keep that statue of Franco. I knew you were going to ask that next. So, <laughs> Well, we really appreciate the update, Paul, and uh, I know you're busy. I'm going to go out there at some point with Rich. Check we got to get to Larry Atour out there, uh, uh, Paul, oh, gotta, yeah. so he can see firsthand. And that tunnel experience, what, what Paul recognized, as you walk through a, a kind of a tunnel 
it will open up to reflect what many folks who drive in uh, from the airport and they come through the Fort Pitt Tunnel experience the, as we call it, the oh wow moment as you get to see Pittsburgh open up before your eyes and, and cool. Paul and his team yeah, are replicating that in the new, uh, the new airport. Well, Paul, have a great weekend and thanks, Bart. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Paul. Larry and Rich, thank you so much for all you guys do. And, and Rich, none of this would be possible without you. So thank you for your leadership. Well, thank you. It's, it's a labor of love. Thanks. Feed the need. So this month, starting tonight with our KDKA Odyssey Pittsburgh Variety Show at the Oaks Theater, we're going to raise money for the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. And it is a group effort with all five of our radio stations. Then Tuesday, March 26th, we have our Giant Eagle Feed the Need benefit for the Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, and they do a terrific job. Brought to you by Dollar Bank. We thank all our partners, Pittsburgh Regional Transit, Wiggle Whiskey, Hampton Beer Outlet, Bill Few Associates Wealth Management, Spitzer Toyota, and most importantly, you. You have always stepped up, and we've done this for, I believe, four years now, uh, and it's been a great success. We're with Rich Fitzgerald. Rich. I don't have to tell you as a native how generous people in this community are. Absolutely. And the food bank, uh, you know, Lisa and her team, they've just done a great job. Uh, And and I certainly through the pandemic, they were another one of those agencies that really stepped up uh, as people were, uh, you know, unable to get, you know, get the basic necessities of food, et cetera. And uh, it's great that you're doing that, that that benefit. We've partnered with them. Uh, at the Parks Fund, at the Parks Foundation in Allegheny County, at the Times, and you're right. We, we live in a very, very generous region, and we're very fortunate that way. And coming up, we'll give you a little sample of what people are going to enjoy tonight at the Oaks Theater for our Feed the Need show. As our now anchor man Pat Septak today is also an accomplished accordion player. You know how much we love accordion playing here. In- Pittsburgh. We absolutely do. When you think about Pittsburgh, you know, you think about things like fish fries and parades and fireworks and good accordion music. And does, does he play the Steeler fight song? Does he do that one? Oh, yeah. In honor of Bill Hillgrove. And, uh, and there, the, the challenge is out there, Pat. So <laughs> next half hour. Uh, and also, I'm learning more. And I've known Rich for a long time, learning more and more. Speaking of performances, I just found out you're going to be in Greece next week. Yeah, not the not the not the town or the country, <laughs> the performance. Yes, the Pittsburgh Musical Theater is putting on Grease down at the Biome, uh, and they have a walk on. Um, we're not singing. Don't uh, that'll keep people from buying tickets. But uh, a walk on with uh, I think Senator Costa and Senator Fontana, who uh, I think are also been uh, grabbed to be to be in the performance. So next Saturday night, you'll be able to see the three of us uh, walk on and do a uh, a walk on on the performance of Grease. And now I find out this isn't your first stage we, performance. We've done it before. We did Jersey Boys a couple of years ago. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know we went to an Italian club. We were and Fontana and Costa looked the the part. Fitzgerald obviously did not. I was <laughs> not cast well, but and uh, of course uh, I think Jay Costa spilled the drink or something. So we, <laughs> but we were still invited back. So. All right, that's pretty cool. And uh, next hour, I want to talk about something that Rich hasn't done for over four decades. That is really important. This Sunday's been called to duty as an altar boy at Mass. To find my cassock or whatever. Is that what they called us? I can't even remember now. <laughs> it's been a few semesters. Uh, this is this is tremendous. So 
you know, God bless your parents are still living, which is a wonderful thing. But And when your mom asked you to do something, it doesn't matter if you used to be county executive or not. Right. You got it's you mom. show up and you do it. And you, you, so yeah. your mother called you and said what? That that Bishop Zubik was going to be doing, uh, saying mass, performing mass at Longwood at Oakmont uh, on the 4th of March. Can you be there? He needs an altar boy. And I guess they don't have altar boys in the, in the facility. So... Um, I said, I'll try, Mom. I'll do do my best. If the bishop uh, asks me to do that, I'll certainly do that. So uh, I hope we don't screw up. I'll try to remember what I learned back in uh, the St. Lawrence O'Toole days. I actually, I have anxiety for you. I mean, you got to remember that <laughs> bell. Don't ring the bell at the wrong time. At the wrong time. <laughs> right. People will be standing up or kneeling, and that might not be a good thing at the uh, at the facility. It is nice that you have an opportunity spend more time with your family. You have a large family with eight children and now a granddaughter and then another grandchild on the way. Uh, how has that transition been going, you know, full steam for 12 years as executive to having a chance to breathe? It, it's been a joy. Uh, you know, Kathy and I have had a chance to, you know, spend more time, you know, with the family. I've actually reconnected with some cousins and Gonna gonna take a trip to visit an aunt I haven't seen in a while who lives in New Mexico. That that again, you you, you know, day after day after day, you're in the revolving door of, of of being the executive. You don't get a chance to do some of these things that have been left behind. I'm home for dinner just about every night uh, with Kathy and being able to watch our our, our granddaughter Nellie, uh, that uh, my son Tanner and his his wife Maddie Saxon. Uh, uh, had a, a back in October where we're, we feel very blessed. I'm a, I'm a very, very lucky, lucky individual. Be honest, at any point since January 1, as Kathy said, don't you have to be somewhere? She does say that once <laughs> in a while. Boy, you're home a lot. Is that, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> the tone might be a little bit. Uh... <laughs> what are you watching on TV that you never could do before? Like... Jeopardy. We watch Jeopardy. You know, that's, that's become our, and a few other shows that, uh, the the Pittsburgh the the mayor of of uh, Kingstown Jeremy Renner we've been watching catching up on that show which they're filming here in Pittsburgh again back to the filming of Pittsburgh we're excited about speaking that speaking of which yesterday we had the executive director of the Pittsburgh film office Don Keyser here as you know very well yep and Jeff Daniels who was here shooting Rust which they're now releasing you were called out as his doppelganger in fact. Four years ago, when you were on national news because of the elections, didn't some people think you were Jeff Daniels? Jeff Daniels was giving the election results <laughs> with a Pittsburgh accent. And people felt that, you know, we know how many displaced Pittsburghers that, that are out there. We see them during Steeler games when they're waving those towels, whether they're in at a game in Denver or Los Angeles or wherever. And they watched the national, you know, CNN and the national news as the elections were coming on and, uh, uh, I guess they felt homesick hearing that Pittsburgh accent coming through their television. By Jeff Daniels. By Jeff Daniels, that's, yes. That's hilarious. Only in Pittsburgh. <laughs> wow, this has turned out to be quite a big show. Larry Richard with Rich Fitzgerald, former Allegheny County executive and also Pittsburgh native and now heading up the SPC, which sounds like something really serious. They work with 10 counties, Rich, and... You coordinate with all these different counties, these major projects and infrastructure jobs. 
we're building a lot of major infrastructure. One of the things, and we talked about this before, the uh, back up on the square hole tunnel, as Kathy does her traffic, is a $142 million project that's going to create a bus lane on Parkway East coming down from Churchill uh, and then get right up onto the bus lane, the, the busway in uh, Edgewood. It's going to really alleviate a lot of that backup that everybody lives with every day from the eastern suburbs coming in towards town. I've learned a lot about Rich this morning, and we mention it again. He has been called to duty as an altar boy. You may be the oldest altar boy in history <laughs> for Sunday Mass. And then we find out Colin Dunlap, Sharpsburg guy. Yes. I was born in Millville, so just down you the river. You went to St. Ursula's, right? Yeah, in I Hampton. did. But you, because St. Anthony's and St. Anne's were the Millville Right. Churches. Well, when I was three, my dad got a job out in Wexford, which was like the— you Might know, as well have been Punxsutawney. The great country, exactly. right? The yeah. country, yeah. Right, yeah, beyond North Park. So I, I grew up in North Park, basically right on the border. But anyway, I didn't realize that Colin had such experience as an altar boy. So you were given rich tips, which I, I thought— I was telling—and we were regaling this. If you—now, it's sad. Anybody dies, okay, sad, all right. But if you were in school and you got picked to serve a funeral— you got to be able to jump out of school at like 11 o'clock for that funeral and sometimes paid for it. Yes, which you, was... you fought for that. So he's exactly <laughs> right. You, like... <laughs> that was big to do. If like on a Thursday, yep. you know, I mean, guys, 90-some, okay, lived a great life, and you went and you got paid 10 bucks and got out of school and then just got back into school at like, you know, maybe 1 o'clock for the <laughs> last couple periods of school and had 10, 15 bucks in your pocket. Come on. You were that rolling. was a big day. Straight to the penny day. candy store, Rich. I'm guessing you're not getting paid for this, Rich, so don't wait for the tip. My my, my pay will come in the afterlife, as, 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 a, as I've been told by... Uh, <laughs> do you have to hold a pallet during... Uh, is that what it's called? It, it, you know what, Colin? Uh, you might have to fill me in. I, it's been so long. Isn't I mean, that I'm a little bit called? older in than you. In case so. anybody drops the communion, that the catcher. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you better not let that hit the ground. <laughs> no. Come on now. You, <laughs> All right. Eternal damnation. Tonight, you can redeem yourself by helping our community, the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. It's our KDK Radio Odyssey Pittsburgh variety show at the Oaks Theater in Oakmont. We've got uh, Bubba from Star. We've got Stacy French Finnegan, the Wild Waitress. We have Kiki Brown from Whammo, Howard Mincone, the Mime. Also, uh, Joe Starkey from The Fan Plays the Guitar, Lista from Star Dances. Greg Lobel, Central Catholic grad who was on David Letterman with Stupid Human Tricks, is the human chainsaw, followed by Erica June, Christine Lang, playing a saw. This is the level of talent we have in Beth Clausen, along with Erica. And Mark Eddy, Jimmy Crenn, John Vento, Vento, Ziggy Hawk, and McCarthy. Tonight, if you want tickets or you want to walk up, 7.30 is showtime at the Oaks Theater, oakstheater.com in Oakmont. And leading us off, Rich, you challenged Pat Septek, <laughs> who's our resident accordionist, uh, to play, what, Steeler Fight Song? Yeah. yeah. And he looks like he's ready to meet that challenge. I am. I'm glad you requested something simple for me, because otherwise I'd be like, oh, no. you know. <laughs> but uh, well, no, it's an honor to be, be playing for uh, an elected official. Marty. Know? challenged uh when taylor swift was here last summer for two days yes to learn some taylor swift songs on the accordion which he did mm -hmm. so yes i did steal her fight song come on yeah 
You're yeah. a man with new leader hosen. <laughs> Let him have it. All right. Here we this go. This is it. This is his Roland accordion, Pat Septak, on the Big K Morning Show. Charge! All you needed to hear was Bill Hillgrove describing James Harrison's <laughs> run to the end zone in the uh, Super go. Bowl. There you go. That's oh, his, while that uh, was playing, Rich yeah. su- suggested that song as a salute to Bill Hillgrove. Bill, Bill yeah, Hill that's Grove, that's yes. that's awesome. We're looking yes. forward to tonight. Last yeah. year, he opened with a mega me- monster medley. I don't know what he's doing tonight, but <laughs> thank you, Pat. Is Colin and in that show tonight? No. Colin, you in that show? No. no. It's first no. time I heard that song, by the way, Larry. Never heard that song before. <laughs> no. No, I'm not in the show. Um, I, I don't have a talent like that, one that translates to the stage. You could be carrying the crucifix I, on a Friday and during Lent. I, I mean, could. that might be, yeah. Uh... Well, I'm married, so I already do that. Oh. Uh, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. That was Colin Dunlap, by the way. I, can I be honest with you? You know, I get stage fright. I can talk in this microphone and not worry how many people are listening, whatever. If I read a book to 10 kindergartners, I shake like a leaf. Really? Absolutely. Hmm. 100%. I get, have you ever had to do a comedy routine? Have you ever had to do oh, a yeah. stand-up? Well, you've done off the record. I did that. I would. That was the most stressful thing. I, you know, I, you speak three times a day in front of groups. It's right. no big deal. But doing that night, I stressed so for a week trying to write those jokes. And, you know, anyway. That's, you've been on whew. national television and have spoken many times. You've met presidents. But <laughs> stand-up comedies. <laughs> Speaking of which. There's going to be a little comedy tonight, along with some great talent. So thank and you, And Daphne. We can't and, forget and, that oh, Daphne yeah. will be making an appearance. That's right. Daphne's going to be there, but we haven't heard what you're going to do, Larry. Okay, we're going to traffic now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Normally, I would say, check out Rick Dayton's Drive at 5, top stories of the day every weekday afternoon. Brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh, when disaster strikes demand the yellow van. However, today... 
At 3 o'clock, we begin our championship high school basketball coverage. And, Rich, I know, uh, so with eight kids, I know you had at least one basketball player, but I'm guessing there were more. There were a couple, yeah. A couple of them played at, uh, at Oakland Catholic, which – uh, and I think Oakland again is in the in the championship game. They have the great tradition uh, way back. And we're talking about the McConnell family and Susie, obviously the the great NBA, WNBA star and Penn State star, uh, started that tradition. And um, yeah, there's nothing more exciting than being at tournament time. Uh, the, the losing you go home kind of feeling that 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 grips the the stands and the and the players and it's this is an exciting weekend for uh, WPIL in Western Pennsylvania. Well, I give our executive team here uh, credit because they brought back you know Friday night lights game of the week and so those little communities get a little love and excitement from each and every week and we continue that with basketball and now through the championship weekend. It's really part of the fabric, and uh, I think it's the best of what we at KDK can do. It, it is, and and you know, again, the, the new job I have, which is Western Pennsylvania, that's what's tonight. I mean, you, it's not just Pittsburgh and Allegheny County. It is Armstrong County, as Commissioner Fabian said, they're in the championship yeah, game. Yeah, he was all excited. The Beaver folks from you know Aliquippa certainly has had this great tradition, and you could go on and on about. But it is endemic in in, in what Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania is, whether it's Friday night football in the in the fall or the basketball to- tournaments that are occurring, you know, now it, it, it's exciting and it brings communities together uh, and uh, it's an exciting time. And I'm looking forward to uh, the weekend and then Pirates are in spring training. Oh, it's exci- exciting time. And uh, I guess uh, Mr. Skeens did pretty well yesterday. He did throw uh, in over 100 miles an hour. I know. It's uh, it's it's exciting that, you know, I, I, I think people are going to be waiting. When's he going to come to Pittsburgh? When's he going to come to Pittsburgh? Is he going to start in Pittsburgh or is he going to start in the minor leagues? I guess we're going to find out. March Madness, too, for college football and that, or college basketball and football with the Combine is already, you know, they've been underway for the last five days. And then this is a big month for you, let's be honest, St. Patrick's Day. It, it is, <laughs> uh, and I have a son uh, who owns a, a bar, a little plug, uh, Cork Harbor in Lawrenceville. They're they're all geared up, and uh, as the Irish celebrate, not just St. Patrick's Day, but it seems to be the whole month of March that uh, – uh, we like to uh, to celebrate and uh, be toasting a few Guinness, I'm sure, uh, watching uh, March Madness and other things. My Irish relatives are from the county Cork. There and, you go. You know, I know that the southern the, part of the uh, the island. We have a great tradition in this region, as you well know, with the Irish immigrants that came over, uh, basically started during the potato famine and exactly a lot of them settled here because a lot of western pennsylvania looks like parts of ireland too it really does the the beautiful greenness that, that we have the uh uh the temperate uh, weather etc and so many as they escaped the, the potato famine and my family was one of them that came here uh, my family actually worked in the glass industry people don't remember may not remember we had glass even before we had steel was a big part of uh, that built the South Side and places like that. So we have a great tradition of of immigration, and we're seeing it again, quite frankly, in, in immigrants from other parts of the world in South America and in Asia that are that are coming again for opportunities that are happening right here uh, in Pittsburgh. And uh, we actually need people to come here. We have jobs. We do. Uh, I was at an event the other day, and County Executive Enmerada had indicated that there are two jobs 
for every job seeker right now in Allegheny County. So we have a low unemployment, which is great, or, you know, low around 3%, but we need workers to come in. And it, it really replicates where we were a century ago when we needed workers to work in the factories and work in the mines. And now we need workers to work in our hospitals and in our robotics factories and et cetera, et cetera. We need people. Rich Fitzgerald, our guest, more coming up. And I do want to ask you about our energy business here too. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.